Boom. It's me. It's rules. It's game time. B rules. <laughs> Gamers rise up. So this is a game called Tiny Stories by, I'm assuming you pronounce it Mamados, like tomatoes. Seems like probably true. Seems right. Um, Mama toes. Well, <laughs> no, thank you, Casey. This, this is a good point. We should probably talk ahead of time about lines and veils, as they call it in the industry. Uh, is there anything anyone doesn't want to talk about specifically, like topic-wise? Like, I, I would prefer no sexual violence stuff happens in this. Yeah, game. that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah uh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, um, that is a thing I never want to talk about in a, any kind of game that, like, yeah. a role-playing game, unless it's, like, a very hyper-specific situation, and that's a good... I'm going to remember that next time this question is asked. Anyway, thanks. Mm-hmm. Hey, sorry, I have to grab a napkin real fast because I just got juice all over myself. Okay. well... Ew. <laughs> First mama toes and now this. <laughs> so B, this game was just created like a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. Um, oh, cool. So have you played anything by this creator before? I have never heard of them. Um, okay. I was just, I like occasionally just go through a website called Itch.io that posts a lot of like independent and like do-it-yourself games people. It's like where I get stuff for Playdate pretty often. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just like oh or yeah I have for a while been looking through stuff and just being like I really want to play these like weird like free games by like you know queer creators from all over the world that you know are often one page or they're just like hacks of other games and I'm back. this one came up and I was like this seems perfect to figure out how to mm. use discord to play these games Yeah, <laughs> for sure yeah I'm back. Sorry, I didn't expect this orange to be so delicious and juicy. Well, uh, any any other any other lines or veils for anyone? I guess so. I should explain that a little bit. Also, um, a line would be a thing you're like comfortable with being talked about, but don't want to have like on screen, so to speak. Like, um, what's an example? Like, like sex actually would be a perfectly fine one. So it's like. Yeah, it's cool if there's sex in the story, but I don't want anyone to like describe in detail sex. <laughs> um, yeah. Whereas a veil would be like just like cover that shit, which would yeah, my preference would be a veil for sexual assault. Um, so is there anything anyone can think of that's just like, and it can be I you know, an obvious one right now would be like viral infection stuff. If everyone, if no, if if anyone is uncomfortable with that right now. We di- we can just put it on the table ahead of time. No one can talk about it. Um, I mean, I'm down to talk about it specifically the coronavirus, but anything else that's like kind of like fictionalized, like version of it, seems like a bad time for. So I guess that'd be a line, right? Yeah. Okay. You guys, sorry to interrupt, Mm-mm. but everyone's taking my Joe Biden joke and. <laughs> Rewriting it and you're getting more tweets than me. And we're all about it. That's really fucked up. What was the joke? Well, 
I just kept trying to make it go viral that Joe Biden had coronavirus, <laughs> and then, and then, you know, on <laughs> during the debate, he coughed like a zillion times. I was like, oh my god, see, he totally has coronavirus. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> and then I was like, then by the end of the debate, I was like, y'all, he's fucking dead. This is a robot, you know, <laughs> just like and the then, pigeons. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like the fucking... <laughs> I've been calling that for years. <laughs> They're robots. Um, I know. And then it's just, I keep, people are like hearing a rumor, Joe Biden passed away. I'm like, I already made this joke, y'all. <laughs> I started that's this for y'all. I'd be so sick if that was Joe true. Joe Biden was dead before it was cool. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so so joe biden being alive is that a line or a veil <laughs> <laughs> joe biden is not allowed to be alive unless he's a cyborg <laughs> yeah. so no fictionalized versions of joe biden <laughs> yeah no fictionalized joe yeah Take your fantasies elsewhere. I, I love that. I think you almost said Joe's Biden as the plural of Joe Biden, which I really appreciate. Yeah. There are Joe's Biden. They're cyborgs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, All right. I guess. Yeah. So, yes. Right. The rules are here at the same time. Um, so I guess, you know, going forward, if if at some point something does cross a line that you didn't already establish, you can always just say, hey, I actually would rather not talk about this right now and we can backpedal and fix that. That's that okay. goes for everybody. Sounds good. Requires yeah. only one person. Like we don't like if someone is like, I don't want to talk about this. We don't have a conversation about it. We just stop talking about it. Sounds good. Cool. Great. Cool. Great. Let's read these rules. Okay. About, I figure I'll just do it because it's so short. Yeah, and yeah. I have it up on my computer so I don't have to like scroll for other people. <laughs> the about. Tiny Stories lets two or more players take control of the fate of one hero who is out to do something. Randomly, players freely narrate what happens next, what the hero does, what happens as a result of it, and what twist occurs in the situation. Collaboratively, the players build a tiny story for their tiny hero. So yeah, we're all going to play one person. Um, nice. I'm going to bring this up, and I'm just going to say the Discord order that I have is uh, which player number we are. So mm -hmm. I'll be player one if everyone's cool with that. Um, Keishi will be player two. Ricky will be player three. Adam will be player four. Uh, is Rodrigo also playing? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you want to be player five then, or do you want to be sure. player four? <laughs> This is so important, I'm sure, <laughs> to everybody. Uh, um, okay, so so it'll be B, Keishi, Ricky, Adam, Rodrigo, Jenna, Sharmi. Okay, okay. so I'm six. Yes. <laughs> Which, actually, Sharmi, do you want to be player one? So that I, uh, I don't care. It's so what the, this means is this these set of questions. There's only six questions. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Okay, okay, so I'll be player one. Okay, so it'll be so I just won't be. I'll be player six when it comes to that. I thought I was six. Uh, I'll be player seven. Sorry, you're right. Okay. Um, okay, so going around the table, each player answers the following questions in order. For example, player one answers question one, and so on. Um, so Charmy, 
What kind of character is the hero? Okay, are they a gung-ho protagonist? Are they a moody detective? Do they have? Do they live with a gang of bards? Oh, mm. interesting. Okay, all right. Okay, let's see. Um, first thing that came to my brain, I'm just gonna go off of what Spirit's telling me right now. Yeah. And the first thing that came to my brain is that our hero is kind of a dumb bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but um also has uh crap. Okay, what kind of their um, I mean, I like the Gang of Bards thing. Oh, yeah. You know what? They're kind of like, um, I've always wanted this to be the hero of a tale. But remember that guy Chong in Avatar The Last Airbender? The guy who sings the mole, the, tu- the tunnel, the mole tunnel song? Yeah, and he, he plays the guitar. And yeah, he, he sings, he, yeah. He sings that song like a secret tunnel, secret tunnel. He's kind of a hippy dippy. So imagine yeah. him but also him being like kind of a dumb bitch. Um, <laughs> do you guys all know who I'm talking about? Who I'm referencing? I have no idea. No. <laughs> I can drop a video in the chat real fast if that helps. That okay. actually would help. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. So let's imagine that's that's the character. The character is like really chill. Just wants everyone to get along. Um and is like a traveler but yeah that's them that's them and kind of ditzy is that what you mean by dumb bitch well what kind of dumb bitch bitch vibes um okay what kind of dumb bitch vibes let's see like kind of i think just like kind of superficial Mm -hmm. but also anti-capitalist you know yeah yeah (laughs) great excellent what's the the meme of saying praxis in the hawk roll voice, like praxis. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. Basically, and the name of the hero is praxis. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. Well, no, that's a that's a question for a different person, unfortunately. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So, Keishi. Yes. What makes their situation different from normal? Are they stuck in a crystal palace? Are they defending a town from from a horde of invading elves? Are they in a fairy tale book? Um, All right. What makes their situation different is that. um, Well, feel anyone feel free to shoot down this premise. Mm -hmm. What makes their situation different is that they are in a Groundhog's Day slash Edge of Tomorrow repeating reality that starts the same day over and over again, but they really aren't that upset by it and just kind of like <laughs> do where they want, whatever they want every day. And like, haven't really like started trying to like figure it out. out. Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> <or> like, <laughs> they're kind of just like, it's kind of like how I've been adjusting to quarant- being quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did Casey just step on their own line? <laughs> Um, I'm I'm cool with that. I like that idea, but yeah, I like that idea a lot. That sounds good. Are we allowed to ask follow up questions? Yeah. So how like can they recall life before the Groundhog Day scenario? Oh, or... absolutely. Okay. Oh, definitely. It hasn't been like that long. It's like okay. been like two years of like repeating the same day over and over again, and not okay. like 
not like a hundred years. Like, so it's the kind of situation where your reality changes and you just adjust and our heroes just like kind of adjusted to it and hasn't tried getting out of it. Yeah. And like, maybe it's like getting caught up on TV or. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, yeah. Does anyone else have any other follow-ups? Sorry. But what can can wait? What restarts Groundhog Day? Yeah. What, what like, do you what's the like? How what? How does each day like they go to sleep and they wake up and it's the same day again like that? Yeah, yeah exactly. They, they either die or go to sleep and that resets them. Okay. Okay. So Ricky, what is their one true desire and why is it at odds with what they need to do? Okay, so I had I have two ideas because my first idea. I think is too ridiculous and I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. Mm-hmm. You ever seen like the Maury episode or whatever, where the lady wants to marry the Eiffel tower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of the inspiration for my first idea that this hero's true desire could be that maybe they, w- they're not interested in like infiltrating the castle or like taking power from somebody. They're just like, they want to marry the castle. They <laughs> They want to fuck the castle, but maybe that's not that great of an idea. Um, I was also thinking that given what Keishi made, the second one, the second question be, if they had some, like, they really want to avoid some type of responsibility that they had before. So, like, mm-hmm. um, like their, um, what, like... It's, I mean, it's, there's probably a better one, but something like the Groundhog Day happens to be the day before they were supposed to get married or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Something like that. Like, um, I can only think of really sad ones or ones that are actually real life. And I kind of just don't want to think of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if anyone has suggestions, feel free to throw them out. Um, Maybe their boss oh. asks, asks them to attend a meeting and they think they're going to get fired the next day. Oh, that's pretty yeah. good. Mm. Or they're supposed to go on tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because we're we're talking about Chong from Avatar, so maybe like they're supposed to go on tour, but they really don't want to. Um, or maybe it could be they're out on bail, but they lost their court case and they have to like report to prison tomorrow. Oh shit! No, that's it. bad. That's bad. All right, someone else. <laughs> that's, that one's a little heavy. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, maybe let's just say that they're they're avoiding, um, they're avoiding going on tour. Um, and so can we dial uh, this into the question maybe a little closer? Like, mm-hmm. so okay. what is the desire, and why is it at odds with what they need to do? Oh, okay, so their one true desire is to just be like to have no responsibility, to just chill. Yeah. I think. Um, and it's at odds with what they need to do because they, I guess they need to figure out how to end this loop or something. (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe, I mean, I guess question four will kind of answer like, yeah, why? Yeah. They need to return to to life, to their former (laughs) life for some reason. They're trying to just be the ultimate chiller. (laughs) They don't want to pay bills. They don't want to go on tour. They don't Mm want to like fucking get a job. They just want to chill on their mom's couch and play video games. And now that they're in Groundhog's Day loop, they can. So you said they can, right? They can, yes. Yes, okay, excellent. So Adam, what what latest event prompted the hero to action? Okay, so on this most recent loop through the same day, um, they were walking down the street 
uh, in between uh, getting their morning coffee and going back to their mom's house to play video games. And uh, some, I don't know, I'm going to say hot guy walked past them, gave them a smile and said, seems like it's a good day, just like yesterday, huh? And kept walking on, which means that they feel like they just got seen in their loop. Oh, like they got caught? Or that like somebody else knows about the loop. Mm-hmm. Oh. A, little, a, little, a little Agent Smith action going on. Exactly. Something oh. like a little level of intrigue. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Now they're like, what the fuck? And so, you know, maybe we'll have to investigate that a little further. Sounds good. Okay, that was the fast one. Um, I believe it's Rodrigo next, yes? Yeah. Um, okay. So, so, what will happen if they don't take it. action? Okay, so after our character gets called out in their never-ending loop of laziness and chill out, mm-hmm. um, they determined that, you know, he, he wants to spice it up a little bit in order to confuse the enemy, but also get to keep on chilling at his mom's couch. playing. <laughs> <music. laughs> mm-hmm. So what he does is, sadly, he doesn't know how to write, but he decides to leave himself notes uh, around the house so, to remind him of exactly what... Uh, in what way he's going to spice up what what they're doing and uh, make him not be so called up? What will happen if they don't? Um, if they don't um, take action, take action. What's going to happen is that the rumor is going to spread to mom's little ears, you know, <laughs> via some of the <laughs> friends that she has around town, and then she's going to make him get a job as a barista. <laughs> oh. So, oh, no. so so is the deal that if he doesn't if he so he's trying to find what's his what's he trying to do so like okay so like uh since every day repeats itself he kind of loses memory of what happens so okay. what he's gonna do is leave himself little reminders of what he's gonna do every day to uh twist things around and not be called out on uh, the endless loop. But what will happen if he doesn't take action? Well, if he doesn't take action, then his mom is going to hear the rumor and then make him get a job instead of him being able to play video games. I like oh. I, I like, I like this a lot. I feel like there is something about, like, we have, a, we have a burgeoning narrative here, right? Of, like, there are other people starting to become aware of this loop, mm, and yeah. the threat is not, like, oh, this person is going to, like do some nasty shit to me because of this loop it's that his or this person's mom is going to figure out is is going to be one of the people who knows it's a loop and going to yeah. going to kick our protagonist out every day at the beginning of the day and make them get work <laughs> maybe maybe it's that like the more people that it, like if you find out about the loop then you're aware that it happens every day oh i like that you know I so like, like if, if someone tells his mom, then his mom is going to know that they're stuck in a loop and she's still going to make him try to get a job every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like it okay. into it. I like that. Oh. So the hero is trying to f- make sure he understands what's happening before he finds out. First. And he's trying to keep people from, he's oh, trying to keep other people from finding out, I think. Okay. Yeah. Because otherwise okay. his chilling will be interrupted. Mm, yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Um. Jenna? Yeah. All right. Is, I mean, I am cool with our hero being named Praxis or Praxis. <laughs> um, that's cool with me. And favorite kind of cake? German chocolate cake. German chocolate. Had a lot of time to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> 
So do we ask two questions about the setting? I feel like that might be a lot. Might might take too long. Yeah, and I feel like we actually have a pretty fleshed out setting. So yeah, the yes. next yeah, the next thing is Thank afterwards you. each player asks two questions about the setting, the world the hero is inhabiting, the others answer that as completely as they can, making up answers on the fly. I think what we should just do is have a sort of free form if anyone has any questions. Um, if anyone wants anything fleshed out, now's the time. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, is this like a modern setting? Is this like yeah. as if this were happening to us? Or is this like a, a fantasy couch with fantasy video games? Or uh, Does anyone have any strong thoughts or feelings about that? Um, I kind of want it to be modern, I feel like. That'd be fun. Just because it feels like that would allow for funner things. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and is is this like on Earth, like in the U.S. or something, or where? Where are we? Um, <laughs> discussing the world. So, if you have any questions, um, I would I would probably default to yeah, like contemporary setting, probably in the U.S. somewhere, just because I feel like that would be easiest for us. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. I don't know. <laughs> I can pull up a map of Truth or Consequences and we can really dive deep if you want to. <laughs> Mobile, Alabama. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we can be in Mobile. Oh, yeah. Great. We're Mobile, damn. Mobile's in the right? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's next to Mobile Bay. Great. Gulf Shores. Okay. We're at my brother's house eating barbecue. <laughs> Is it is it like is it balmy right now? Is it like you know? It's actually probably feeling pretty good right now. I would say it's probably a little chilly at night and probably just comfortable during the day. Might okay. might probably isn't raining too bad either. Okay, that yeah. sounds like an all right day to be stuck in for a couple of years. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Can uh, we add stuff to the setting or no? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. What if um, the we're in like contemporary setting, da 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 da, but the reality is slightly shifted, where the collective um, it's well known among society, it's proven and shown that um, that like some people are cyborg versions of <laughs> themselves. <laughs> <laughs> is this the Biden reference? Because <laughs> um, I love it. Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm going to write down there are okay? cyborgs among Bring us. it back. Bring it back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> On board. So, do we also want to like flush out any of this person's relationships? Like, we already said like mother or whatever, but are there any other? I feel like he has like a band of people he plays the banjo with and they sit on a pier on rocking chairs, banging their shoeless feet against the pier. <laughs> okay. A traveling right. band. I yes. like that. <laughs> so a, a, a folk punk person that... Yes, washboard and all. Anti-capitalist and folk punk, this person's a Maoist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, can we... Can we settle in on pronouns for this person? I feel like half of us are using he, him pronouns, half of us using they, them pronouns, and I would prefer we have one, we choose one. <laughs> I'm fine with he, him, I don't know. Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, any other questions about the setting? 
No. I think we're also going to just do this free for all. The setup continued. Lastly, all players set the stage for the first for the first scene. Players answer in order. Whoever wants to just jump on it. Where is the hero now? Like right this moment. In bed, like waking up. Like yeah. staring at the ceiling because they're troubled by the that person the calling them yeah. out. Yeah. 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 Uh what brought them here? I Well, well they've been there. They've been there every day. They sleep there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And where do they want to go next? I feel like usually the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) But there's only one. (laughs) I think that that he needs to go into, he feels like he needs to go into town and try to find this person again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm writing bathroom and then town. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah. Okay. So I'm going to roll a seven sided dice three times. The first roll, whoever's number comes up, will narrate an action that the hero is going to take. The second role is going to be the person who narrates the outcome, what, so whether or not it was a success and how it changes. And then the third role is going to be the person who narrates the complication, uh, which is some sort of twist. And then, so the game is basically, I will roll three dice, those three players will tell a little story, and then at some point we will agree that we're done, and then we will be done. Does that sound, okay. that make sense to everybody? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'll just read the sample also really quick. So, I'm the first player, so I dictate the action. I think our hero, Falafel, will seek the counsel of the three kings. That's an action. Then the second player goes, Okay, so I narrate the outcome. I think the action fails. The three kings are nowhere to be seen, and now Falafel is trapped inside the castle with nobody to help. And then the third player says, uh, with a complication, That's what you think. My complication is Falafel is rescued by a strange knight in all black armor. Mysterious indeed. So that, yeah, a turn can literally be that short. I expect so, we're going to have a little bit more cost talk than that. <laughs> what makes you think that? Um, <laughs> and so that's the entirety of the gameplay. Yep. And we just and, do it once or do we keep doing it? We keep doing it until we're satisfied or cool. somebody has to leave or we all have to leave. Okay. Cool. So I'm going to pull up a seven sided die right now. <laughs> 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 so. First roll is one, which is Charmy. So Charmy, you are going to narrate the action. And then Okay. Four was Adam, is that right? Oh, yeah. okay. I see. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Adam, you are going to narrate the outcome. <laughs> and then Rodrigo, Bless you are you. going to narrate the um complication. Okay. Alright. Alright, here we go. Okay. So the action is um, Praxas is um, (laughs) about to go into town, but realizes that he needs to go to the weed shop first. So (laughs) he he gets on his um, bike, which is a beach cruiser, and heads (laughs) over to... The weed shop. Adam. Okay, so on his way, uh, so as 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 he comes up to the weed shop, he actually notices that it's closed for today, which is unlike it was yesterday. Oh, fuck. That sounds a little bit more like a complication than an outcome. Ah, (laughs) you're right. Then then a what? What's wait? What was that? That's the action, whether it was a success or not. 
Yeah, no, I, no, I mean, I think that hmm. seems fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was not me shooting it down. I was just saying, yeah. I agree, though. You're correct. Yeah. You made me rethink it for a second. <laughs> um, so okay. the outcome like is it. that it, if getting weed fails with the yeah. corollary thing that there is something different about today that wasn't there yesterday. Yes. Yeah, so I guess that's kind of doubling up. That's fine. Sorry, Rodrigo. <laughs> Rodrigo still gets to go. I make the complication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, uh, the character is a little bit jonesing out of weed, having the shakes. <laughs> so, he decides to um, pull some tools and break into a pot shop. <laughs> and just as he manages to open the door, the cops show up. Excellent. Rolling <laughs> dice. Okay, Rodrigo, you are <laughs> taking an action. Rodrigo, okay. you are <laughs> narrating the outcome. Wait, what? <laughs> As dice. Okay, this is broken. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, Rodrigo. That was three times, so... Wait. <laughs> no, no, no. Roll again, roll again. Uh, okay. If you if you're not comfortable with it, I accept that. But next, if that does happen to somebody who does want to do that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay, Rodrigo, you will narrate the action, and then three was uh, three is Ricky, me, right? Yes. So Ricky, yeah. you're on the outcome, and okay. Keishi, you are on uh, complication. Got it. Rodrigo. Okay. So as um, the cops surround the building, they try to find a way to get in, and they manage to uh, find the open door in the back through which our lovely character broke in. Mm-hmm. And as they step in, you know, our character is cornered down. But to play cool, what he does when the cops go in is just starts playing the banjo and rocking it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> A musical escape. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Ricky. So I decide the outcome. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that the situation is not successful. <laughs> <laughs> Come wait, on. What? <laughs> wait, wait, what? That it's not it's successful. A... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... And the situation changes. Um, I think so. I think they come in closer, and they uh, the situation changes. I guess that there's just a lot more cops in there now, <laughs> and that maybe they broke his banjo. Oh no! I was I just got introduced to that banjo. I was I was getting attached to it, there's, and now hey, it's gone. You know, in fucking, the world of Groundhog's Day, there's infinite banjos. Fucking the banjo, the banjo will return tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, all right. So, so it failed. Uh, they didn't believe him. They broke his banjo, and now there's like even more cops storming the dispensary. Yes. How do you complicate um, that? <laughs> <laughs> the the crowd the crowd of cops part. Uh, it part. Uh, you know, uh, Red from sea the door. Style? Huh? <laughs> Red Sea style. And then um, the single ununiformed plainclothes cop walks in wearing like a fucking members only jacket, like tucked in, like red button up shirt, like fucking loafers, like looking like, you know, uh, like a 90 year old. But he's like, maybe like 50 mm-hmm. <laughs> um, walks in 
walks straight up to Praxis and says, Wow, my own son. (laughs) (laughs) I'm rolling some dice now. Uh, Oh, it's me. I am narrating an action. And Jenna is doing the outcome. And Charmy is doing the complication. Oh, great. Okay. Okay, I think we're going to cut to like two hours later. Okay. Uh, Praxis has been in, has been being booked this entire time by his dad. (laughs) Oh, God. Awkward. (laughs) And like, it's like, the worst part is like, his dad is like trying to be like nice about it and shit and like being like, Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, like your mom never calls me anymore. Blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> and after like a couple hours of this practice is just like, listen, and he tries his best to berate his dad in a way that makes his dad feel genuinely bad. So he's, a, he's trying to make his dad feel bad. Yes. Okay. For uh, for for what por- portion? Just like for, like the arrest or the, the or arrest, not calling his his, mom his life, like okay, just okay, yeah, 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 like yeah, gotcha. Praxis is successful, and the dad does feel suddenly feels all his bad dad guilt. That he's bad bad dad guilt oh. that he has been suppressing. Um, okay. Is it my turn? Yeah. How's this complicated? Okay. So, Bad Dad is definitely riddled with guilt and at the police station bursts into tears <laughs> um, and starts having a hysterical breakdown and talking about how he tried to talk to his therapist about this. And, um, he always, like... His dad was super mean to him. He says, my dad was super mean to me mm-hmm. when, when I was growing up. And I just never wanted to be like him. But here I am. And then suddenly um, starts begging that you um, or that practice goes to family therapy with him. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Very that's the complicating. That's, that's the complicating. Love it. Oh, it's like, is it like like we need to go to family therapy right now? Like I will <laughs> We have to, yeah, like I'm gonna call my family and we need to go to family therapy right Emergency now. Emergency session. Oh. <laughs> so so Praxis has been arrested by his own father, like <laughs> 150 times and knows like, exactly <laughs> like what to do. No, this is new, right? This no. has never happened before. Yeah, the weed shop was never <laughs> locked before. So at yeah. least this specific version of it is brand new. But he's probably like had run-ins with his police chief father and like other times he's been arrested. Yeah. He's like, like no busking allowed here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I guess. I'm doing the action again next time. <laughs> is this roll 20? <laughs> exactly. This is roll a die.net. Oh, gotcha. Cool. 
Um, I'm gonna. I'm not going to do the, all the outcome. So two is okay. So I'll do the action. Keishi, you will do the outcome, and Ricky will do the complication. All right. So, okay, we set this up at the beginning, right? Um, the knowledge of the of the loop is spreading, and Praxis is trying to stop that happening before he gets uh, before his mom finds out. In a in a in a fit of peak, in a in a moment of uh, everything going wrong turns out to be everything going right. He agrees to go to family to emergency family therapy. <laughs> So that his mom <laughs> won't be possibly in contact with the hot stranger. What was the thing you said about the hot stranger? So that his mom might, won't possibly run into the hot stranger. Because uh, he will have so... everything contained. Oh, because mom's going to the therapy session too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, snap. Didn't see that one coming. Mm-mm. Mm. It's a success. Uh, the father is definitely, I mean, it's his idea. He's going to call, like, this is an emergency session of family therapy. So it's going to start in like an hour uh, because he, like, you know, makes $250,000 a year as the police chief. And, like, his therapist is ready to cash a check. Um, his mom, uh, his mom agrees. And then it's the, the, and how the situation changes as a result. The practices arrest for the B&E at the dispensary like completely off the books now just never happened (laughs) like um like his dad just straight up like unlocks his cell and walks out with him like no paperwork no (laughs) (laughs) crying the entire time yeah yeah, crying the whole time like and then like being like no we're we're gonna make this work we're gonna make this right All right. Uh, okay, that's it. So the complication <laughs> is that they're sitting in the room. They're waiting for family therapy to start. They've never met this therapist before, though. It's like a new person. His dad looked in the phone book because they still got phone books. Saw this big ad. They went to the building. They were seated by the receptionist, and in walks the therapist, who turns out to be the hot stranger. Yes. Oh. Motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> love it! Hot family therapist. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just really quick before we roll, does does anyone feel like they haven't played as much as they want to? Does that, do we want to just take a round where anyone who wants to do a specific thing can just do a specific thing? That's or kind of a nice rolling? thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm down for whatever. I feel comfortable personally. I feel comfortable with where I've how much I've done. Okay. I'm comfortable. Okay. I'm like in the dice roll. Okay. Yeah. That's just fine. To the dice. Maybe I only say that because it keeps rolling my number and I don't like that. Um, <laughs> so Sharmi is on action. Sharmi, do you also okay. want to do outcome or should I re-roll that? Uh, I... Oh, I have action and outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, re-roll it. I would like it if maybe... What? <laughs> 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 I rerolled it and it was you again. <laughs> Maybe let's do if it's like a back to back thing that we always re You know I what I mean? That's yeah, yeah that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I was that was what I was about to say. Okay. But. Then me. Yes. So Sharmi, then Adam, and then Rodrigo. All right. Um, okay. 
So you're in the therapy's therapist office and the therapist is some stranger. That's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With dad and mom. Okay, with dad oh. and mom. I forgot about so me. So practice goes gulp. Um, <laughs> and then um, starts uh, um, and the therapist is like starting to like also feels awkward but in true therapist form just pretends that it's NBD and it starts to ask Praxis about how <laughs> how um how he's feeling and um Praxis um starts to uncontrollably rap. Oh my god. <laughs> Just as like a oh nervous my tick. God. <laughs> yeah. i'm just improvising i'm just improvising i feel like like i genuinely started blushing (laughs) like secondhand embarrassment How does okay? This is an important question. Like, um, how does Praxis rap? Because I'm imagining Praxis raps in like, like, like someone that stopped listening to rap in like 1981. And like, my name's Praxis, and I'm here to. See. I think he raps exactly like LP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I guess I'm doing the outcome. So I feel like when you're interpreting whether or not Praxis can actually rap as a success or not, I'm going to go with (laughs) (laughs) Um, And everyone in the room simultaneously, like, stares somewhat horrified and uncomfortable at Praxis (laughs) for taking very strange action. (laughs) Um, And uh, his mother keeps being like kind of like hitting his leg being like praxis praxis <laughs> what are you doing praxis we've talked about this <laughs> exactly this is why we're here um, <laughs> and he just can't stop doing it and like at some point he's like looking down at himself almost wishing he could stop but just continue to rap uncontrollably that's <laughs> a twist oh I see complication okay so it turns out that the friendly individual, uh, aka the therapist, is obsessed with bad rap. <laughs> oh my god! He starts crying out of happiness, out of happiness, <laughs> clapping in the air, and out of pure happiness, gives uh, praxis. Yes, his own marijuana medical card <laughs> but it expired yesterday fuck <laughs> <laughs> just can't catch a break yeah he just needs weed man <laughs> it's the only way he can not rap <laughs> yeah his brain quickly today <laughs> I couldn't breathe for a good portion of that so thanks y'all <laughs> Uh, that's Ricky. <laughs> On the action? Yes. And then Jenna? Mm-hmm. And then me. 
I think Praxis looks at the therapist and is like, I, I don't understand. Like he's looking at the expired medical marijuana card and he's like, he's like, you're the person I saw on the street the other day. I think the therapist reveals that the whole reason he was looking for him is because he knows it's kind of like a Bill and Ted situation where Rufus comes back to like tell the wild stallions that like your music's going to save the world. And this therapist, after somehow being awakened to the nature of the loop, was like, I know for a fact that your raps are what's going to get us out of this loop. <laughs> like, it's your LP-like rapping that's going to break this cycle. This lyrical genius. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and... I With think, like heavy emphasis on the word lyrical, because he says because Praxis says the word lyrical every other word when he's rapping. Every other word, definitely. Um, and he also rhymes it with spherical all the time too, and it's just kind of weird. Um, but so the therapist is like Praxis. The, the therapist is like Praxis. Will you? join me to end this cycle and Praxis is like they're struck with uh, indecision. Can I ask a clarifying question? Definitely. Are the parents in the room or is this like have parents left the room? The parents the are session? the parents are definitely in the room and I don't think that they know what the therapist I don't think they really understand what they're mm -hmm. talking about, you know? Mm -hmm. They're like, is this is this what the is this what Fortnite is? Is this what the kids <laughs> do on Fortnite? <laughs> um yeah. The therapist's attempts to reason with Praxis are not successful Dang. because Praxis mm. doesn't want the loop to end and especially doesn't want um, his parents to know about it. Um, so he gets really indignant and and is like, I'm leaving and I'm leaving. And he storms out of the session early. Ooh. Dang. The twist is that... Uh... The camera lingers for a second inside the um, inside the therapist's office. If we're imagining this as like a TV show or a movie, so it's like th Praxis storms off, but instead of following Praxis out, we stay there for a second, and uh, and the the mom and the therapist start talking and sort of like you know just like therapy terms, like oh did mm -hmm. that go well that sort of thing, mm -hmm. and then there's a close up shot on the dad's <laughs> eyes and. I don't know how we've somehow established this before, but the dad's eyes flash in the way that it only a cyborg's eyes flash. <laughs> oh my Fuck. god! I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> um, Casey. Casey. Okay. Uh, Rodrigo. Rodrigo. And. Charmy. So, all right. So mine's the action, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and it it can be the action. I think we've decided as a group, the, the action can be the action of anyone that's involved in the story. It doesn't have to be our Whoa. hero's action. Okay. Or does it have to be? Because like our last action, like we, we changed yeah. it. The hot stranger was the one giving the action the last turn. Yeah. Yes. So, I, think, like, I think it's fair as long as our hero is all on screen, I would say is probably where that would work for me. Mm. Oh, so this scene can't continue in that case. Or we don't have control over this scene. 
Like the scene that uh, that's inside the therapist's office with Praxis not there. I, I would feel a little weird if we did that, given that this is, you know, a story about our hero specifically and not about, yeah. Like we want to keep the camera on the hero. Um, and like, so we can root, like loop back to that at some point if all three of them are in the same room or like anything. <laughs> but I mean, you could also say we cut to two hours ahead and they're all in the same room together. Like as long as okay. the hero is like important in it. Like we can control the characters within the scene, but we can't. We shouldn't have scenes without them. Yeah, without I mean, the hero. I mean, if you want to like pitch it, then pitch it, and like we can decide as a group. But like, yeah, that's where my heart is at right now. I'm with you, B. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Um. All right. So let me know if this is an illegal turn. <laughs> um, uh, illegal. <laughs> <laughs> The, the next like 24 hours are a blur but Praxis wakes up the next morning and his mom isn't home just not there this is the first time Praxis' mom has never not been there okay right um, Praxis like you know wakes up like does his normal routine until he realizes that his mom isn't there at all and starts looking for her is looking for her all over town and slowly has this lingering sense of dread and goes back to the therapist's office Right. Okay. And there's a window from the outside and Praxis like from across the street looks in and everyone is sitting exactly in the room as they were like during their meeting. And he, he sneaks up under the window and like uh, the dad is giving a speech about how he could have been a better father. Just like basic, like deadbeat dad, like kind of like uh, boilerplate shit, you know? Mm. And then the dad just stops talking and then just repeats verbatim the exact same speech a second time. <laughs> I, I have a question. Yes. Uh, is Praxis also in that room? Does Praxis see Praxis himself in there? Or... Uh, let's take a vote. Yes or no? No. <laughs> can, say that? no. can you repeat the question? Uh, Praxis is outside right now, and there's like this. There's this therapy session going on with everyone sitting exactly where they were the day before. Is Praxis right. can Praxis see himself in that room? Oh, I think or that's is it for everyone... you to decide. You're the action. That's mm-hmm. you have to decide that. Yeah, no. Okay, so the agree. Uh, the, the, so the vote is that I'm not allowed to ask for a vote. <laughs> 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 I mean, I also stepped out of line by asking that question in the first place. So, um, I mean, we can also leave it vague and not talk about that. If no, you want to. no, no. The the answer is yes. Praxis is in there where he was the day before because the story's way more interesting that way. Okay. Oh shit! Crazy. Uh, all right. So Praxis is uh, the action is Praxis is going to uh, um, be quiet and just. Uh, eavesdrop in on the whole conversation. Uh, like the entire therapy session as it's happening. That's the action. Okay. So he's listening to the conversation, watching himself sit down and listen to his father with this desperate look on his face uh, of consternation because he has to do this, but instead he wants to chill. Right? <laughs> so um, what he does is he starts making noise on the window so that Praxis himself stands up from the room and comes onto the window where Praxis is. 
<laughs> and then in one quick swoop, pulls Praxis out of the window, knocks him out, and then he jumps into the window, pretending to be himself. And <laughs> thus... Who among us hasn't pretended to be ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> and then he does what? Um, okay, so he's pretending to be himself the, in the room again. I don't know how nobody has noticed this whole fight that just happened. But, uh, <laughs> um, really but good camera angles. <laughs> yeah. um, people are like, oh, like you smell kind of weird or something. <laughs> um, the, but then um, Praxis's other self looks um looks uh is now on the other side of the window or whatever looks through and you can see that um his face his like uh, the other version of himself's face starts to look like it's melting as if he just had botox like too much botox and wait who had too much botox um the other process okay um and it starts to dawn that dawn on him that Praxis might have a robot doppelganger. Okay, so right now, regular Praxis is in the room with his parents. Yes, and the therapist, okay. who is the hot dude. Who- okay, and the therapist is there. I think um, Praxis is now aware of these weird robot doppelgangers. Um, I don't think he's aware that his dad is one yet, but he realizes that there's one with like melty Terminator skin outside. And so he, he pleads with his parents and the therapist, like, you know, we need to get out of here because there's this scary robot outside. Cause you know, even though he's the ultimate chiller and doesn't want his parents to find out about this circular life he's leaving, leading, he also doesn't want them to get eviscerated by a robot doppelganger. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't know that his dad is a robot. True. And so he's playing with them to get them to leave with him. Okay. Cool. So the action is, yeah, the plea. And then I guess what would it make sense then for uh, Charmy to do the outcome and Casey to do the complication? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Wait, can you just repeat that last part? So he. Um, it doesn't know that his dad is one yet. And then what's the action? So then what's the actual action? So the action is that he's pleading with his parents and the therapist to, uh, he's like, we need to escape because there's a scary robot outside. So he's pleading with them and trying to get them to like run with him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the outcome is, um, both of the parents are like, kind of gaslighting him being like okay like that doesn't seem like it could be likely like you're here with us but then also are like um but like okay like we'll go with you we'll go with you um so they um they're like yeah we'll take you home we'll take you to get some frozen yogurt how about that they're they're like yeah we'll like take you to get some frozen yogurt obviously like not believing um, Praxis, but like also being like, yeah, we'll like do, we'll make you feel a little bit better. So now, okay, so now it's time for the complication. Uh, all right, and that's me. <laughs> um, so the complication is like, as like 
they're about to get up. Praxis looks and sees that like his dad has like had a gun drawn the entire time, like in a way that no one can see. And sitting across the room, the Praxis only sees it as he stands up. The therapist has also like they both had guns pointed at each other. <laughs> and Praxis is just now seeing that like they've been in this like standoff the entire time while like his parents were giving them him this like really like gaslighty like condescending like talk. <laughs> All right, that's it. Okay. Um... <laughs> Wait. The, the... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, so I guess this is Adam, Rodrigo, and Jenna. Y'all can self-organize which one wants action, outcome, and complication. Or you could just do it in that order. Should we just do it in that order? All right. Adam yeah. on action, Rodrigo on outcome, okay. Jenna on complication. Okay. Seeing that there was this, you know, these uh, two people in his life that were pointing uh, guns at one another and being the absolute chiller that he is, just wanting everything being okay. Praxis runs into the middle, like steps in between the two men and says, no, please don't hurt one another. Like, (laughs) I just want it to go back to the way it was. I just want things to go back to the way it was. Please don't shoot one another. He starts singing, um, my heart is a, your heart is a muscle as big as your fist by, uh, Pat the Bunny. Just <laughs> being real folk punk about it. That uh, vibes, yes. <laughs> okay, that's the action. Okay, so as he says that, he pulls out the biggest joint ever conceived by man. <laughs> oh, wait, who pulls that out? Braxton? <laughs> yes, yes. And says... Less fighting, more loving. And he just lights it up and they all start singing. So it's successful. That was a success. Yes. I can't wait to hear what the complication is. <laughs> okay. So um Praxis says, you know, he lit up a joint, passes it around. Um, and he's like just starting to like relax a little bit and feel like he correctly diffused the situation when the um hot stranger therapist like reaches up as if to scratch his like neck and then pulls off his face and it was a mask and it is his mom. It is his what? You cut out. It's his mom. <laughs> his mom is the hot therapist? Yes. What? In Twisty, you guys. Yeah, this is a twisted story. That twist was twisted. Made it twisted. That's true. Twisted <laughs> twist. The mom was yeah, exactly. home that morning. Yeah. Right. Wow. wow. And now, and now, and now, B, B gets to give us an ending to this story. <laughs> All right, B. Wrap it up. Yeah. Nice and tidy. Make it a nice, yeah. satisfying ending. Let's all. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's only one ending to this story possible. And what is Obviously. It? You know? Duh. <laughs> I'm definitely very no confident. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we all already know it, so I probably don't even have to say it, right? Um, <laughs> um, I think, I mean, here's where my gut goes. Uh, 
there's a everything goes dark. Like the camera goes dark. There's a sound of a gunshot. And then we open back up on Praxis waking up in the morning. Mm. It's the same morning. But this time his mom is there and she says, it's time to get a job. (laughs) (laughs) And then we fade to black. Wow. This is amazing. I liked this game. This game was really fun. I'm really impressed because like we didn't like disregard any of like the like weird fucking scenario we wrote up. Like (laughs) yeah. Like like everything like uh well we don't we didn't get any closure on why there are robots, but yeah, the cyborg, but that's fine. Yeah, that's just a fact of that's the world. Just a part of, yeah, it's just a fact of the world. True. And you know, and like life doesn't have closure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm, oh like we're here for that gritty <laughs> reality. You know what, Ricky? You sound just like Praxis right now. When I'm just like, prove this joint isn't a loaf of bread. You can't do it. I'll see you guys in a go. Okay. I think. Thank you. That was so fun. I'm hella down to play again. Yeah, that was very fun. And yeah. if you guys want group chat while we animal cross, down for that. Let's do it. I'm fucking down. Meet meet me in the Animal Crossing channel. Okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks, y'all. Bye, everybody. Bye. Everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.